Hey everyone, welcome to the These Hallelujahs podcast. Um, thank you for joining us. If this is uh, your first time, which it should be, never mind, I'm starting <laughs> over. Oh, that's good. That's good stuff. Yeah. Keep that. That's funny. <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome to these Hallelujahs podcast. Um, thank you for joining and um, taking a time out of your week to to listen and uh, partake in our conversation and things that will be happening here. All right, so my name is Jordan Lind. I started this project a year ago, and um, I'm a wedding photographer here in town in Brookings. I'm married, and I've got two kids, Maggie and Rowan. Uh, my wife's name is Rachel. Hi, I'm Jana Gormong. I am a worship pastor at Grace Point Wesleyan Church. I work specifically with youth and young adults, and I love it. They're fun, all age groups. People ask me if I have a favorite. I can't say that I do. I like them all. Um, I'm not married, don't have any children, so (laughs) I enjoy spending time with my dog. I also love quoting The Office and Parks and Rec. and And what is your dog's name? My dog's name is Lucy. Yeah, I call her Lucille. Most of the time, I don't know why. Her name's Lucy, but <laughs> so that's me. And Jordan, what's your dog's name? You didn't even say anything oh. about your oh, dog. Well, because I don't like my dog, so that's why. <laughs> Which is real. That's true. Uh, his name is Obi. I wanted to call him, or he is called Obi because of Obi-Wan Kenobi because I am a Star Wars nerd. Um, but then when I realized how much I didn't like him, um, I wish I would have saved that name for the next dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, my name is Otis. Uh, I'm a student success advisor on the campus of South Dakota State University. Uh, I find my my workflow also including a little bit of teaching in the classroom. Um, I am married. Uh, I have a beautiful wife named Jenna. And uh, yeah, you just here immediately made me look bad because I didn't say that about my wife. Well, <laughs> just being honest, I guess. Sorry, I Rachel. I guess I remembered. And. Um, <laughs> Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, I have a dog. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Uh, his name is Voki, and I love all things sports. Um, I love being around my community, and yeah, uh, I love golfing. I'm saying that just because of the time of year, but <laughs> I do year-round, but I've just done it a lot isn't this it, summer. Isn't it the end of golf season? It is almost though? the end, which is super sad. Um, we should be talking about football. We should. I can't wait for that. Yeah. That also has to do with your dog's name too, right? Voki. Yes, Voki is a type of, it's a brand of wedge that is made by Titleist, if you've heard of that brand. They make a Voki-designed wedge. Hmm. I was going to ask you where that came from. but Yep. Cool. And you got Jenna on board with that? Yeah, because she, she likes golf. She likes golf too. Oh, so okay. Yeah, it was pretty easy. There you go. Cool. Well, um... Otis and Jenna participated in season one and had some pretty awesome stories um, that they shared. And so I guess it just kind of came natural that you guys wanted to, or natural for me to ask you to participate and help out with this, I guess. Um, So I guess a little bit of each of the roles with these hallelujahs. Um, Jaina is overseeing kind of the, I guess, I don't know what you call it, social media and design, the aesthetic I'll just call it, a, that's a really artsy thing, aesthetic. And then Otis is going to be the podcast guy. 
so that I don't have to talk anymore after this one. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> I love to talk. <laughs> I do too, but when I have to be the center of it, I don't. Um, yeah. So I guess with the, the purpose of the, this first episode is we kind of wanted to um, recap season one a little bit and just uh, talk through kind of what what we learned and what and kind of celebrate, mostly celebrate what God did um, through the stories with season one and just the people who were um, willing to come forward and be vulnerable and just share um, some intimate details of their, their past and maybe even their present and just things that they've dealt with. Um, so, and then also maybe give a little bit of teaser of what's to come in the next 10 months or so with season two. All right, Jordan, so you started um, this little project about a year ago, but I know it's something that you've um, had in your heart and mind for a while. Do you want to share a little bit just with um, kind of the mission, the purpose of why these Hallelujahs exist and uh, kind of how it came to be? Yeah. Um, so I think it was like 2014. We went to um, – I was helping out with a missions trip um, college mission trip to New York um, that at Otis actually went on. Was uh, he was a student and I was a chaperone, not his chaperone, thankfully. And <laughs> That's messed up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really wanted you in my group. That was, but I didn't know you that well at that time. So, um, but yeah, we went to to New York and and over spring break and um, just got to do a lot of really cool things during that trip and. One thing I realized, like coming out of that trip, I think there was like 40 students that went. Um, there was just a lot of. Usually on mission trips, you end up finding out that like those who are going to serve end up being impacted more than the people you're actually going to serve. Um, and so, just a lot of really cool stories and um, testimonies came out of that trip, um, which just kind of happened organically, I guess, um, afterward. And. Um, I just I kind of just had this um, calling or uh, conviction, I guess, um, to like share those, like what's a good way to share those stories. Um, and with my limited experience in ministry at that time, and even still, um, I was like, I don't know what the best way to do this. And so um, I was doing my photography and stuff at that time already. And I was just like, let's just, you know, write these stories out and put them on my website, um, my business website, um, which in hindsight was probably um, not the greatest place to put that because it was just for those that were, you know, f pushing toward that, it didn't make sense of like, why is this here and why is it mixed in with weddings and stuff? <laughs> and so, um, but we were posting these stories, these testimonies on, on my website's blog. And, uh, my contribution to it was to just, we did some really minimal um, portraits, um, which Otis also participated in the first one of that as well. Um, I think that was in 2015 though. Was Maybe. it? Maybe. I think yeah. though, well, whatever. It was around that it time. I matter. don't know. Yeah. I'm getting old and I don't remember what year. <laughs> it was somewhere around like five or six years ago. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah, we started posting these testimonies on there and I think, I mean, we had quite a few, I don't remember the number, but um, it started out pretty pretty fast. Like a lot of people were wanting to participate. A majority of them were from that New York missions trip. And then um, it just kind of 
fizzled out, I guess, after a certain point. It just lost momentum. Um, probably mostly just because I didn't really know what I was doing. It didn't really have any, like, intentionality. I mean, it was intentional in the, in the aspect of, like, the stories and, like, respecting the vulnerability of each person. But intentionality of, like, how to keep it going, I guess. So it eventually just kind of died off and um, things got, life got busy and stuff like that. And I didn't really know how to like keep it going. It kind of almost kind of felt like I failed a little bit with it. Like it just kind of stopped and didn't know how to restart it or keep it going. So it just kind of, it stopped for, you know, until last year. And so in the meantime, I worked in ministry um, here at Grace Point for a while. Um, and I just felt like a calling, I guess, like a little over a year ago, um, after, um, moving on from, uh, full-time ministry that, um, what does that look like to start that up again? Like I knew at some point I wanted to start that up again. Um, I just didn't know what that looked like and, but I wanted to do it more intentionally, I guess. Mm Um, so it just kind of, I felt another conviction, like it felt like it was right to, to try to start that again and just revamp it and retool it to, to be more intentional. And so that's where these hallelujahs came from. Um, so with season one, both of you obviously participated and shared mm-hmm. stories. Um, I don't know. Let's just talk through like, what was your guys' experience or like, what did you think when this, like when I first approached you about it and what was your experience like sharing your story and did anything come from that sure yeah um well like i said earlier i kind of like to talk so i was i think pretty willing personally i was pretty willing to um give a little bit of a glimpse into the beginning of married life um my wife jenna is a little bit more not private she's just more introverted so i think it took a little bit of I don't know, maybe not pressure, but a little bit of a little nudge from me to say, you know, that maybe we could impact a newly married couple or um, I don't know. I I thought we had somewhat of a story to tell. So let's go for it. Um, So and ours was a little bit unique because we kind of wrote back and forth. Um, It was kind of each person's perspective Mm -hmm. and uh, just really adapting to married life and what that looked like just because uh, the first time. Jenna and I lived in the same town uh, was the first day we were married. And so um, it was weird. It was different. Um, It took a lot of effort. And by golly, it still does. (laughs) Um, And so, yeah, it was just really a look into how how our roles change as humans. Um, I think how our roles change um, in regards to how we serve God and our purpose um, for, for why we're here and yeah, it's, it's ever changing and it's a continual um, opportunity to grow. And obviously it will be for the rest of our lives, but it was really fun. I think to really kind of write back and forth and um, kind of compare ideas and make it flow. So it sounded all right. So how did you guys, how did you write it? Like, so did you each write individually and combine it or what did that process look sure. like for both of you? Yeah, so um, I think right away we talked about what we wanted to write about. Um, and then we kind of, so we 
I think we made like a list maybe, or we just talked out a list of things that we wanted to talk about and then we just chose. So some of the things resonated a little bit more with me and some of them resonated a little bit more with Jenna. I think uh, one of the things I talked about is just our difference in personality and how important it is to for myself to be around community and how like when we were dating, it was like the best because she lived in Watertown and she kind of prefers to be a bit reserved and a bit... Um, she just likes her alone time. And so when we were dating during the week, I could hang out with my boys all week and she was just at <laughs> home and it wasn't a big deal. Like we talked still and stuff. So it was really great. And then I just thought, oh, we'd get married and that'd continue to happen, but she would just be in Brookings instead. And that's poor. That was bad of me to think <laughs> that way. So that was one thing that I liked to write about, um, just cause it helped me come to realization. And then, um, Jenna's a little bit more independent, and so just learning for herself uh, how to be submissive uh, was tough, and still is tough sometimes today. And just so, I think she wrote about that that piece of the the story just mm-hmm. because it was about her, but kind of about me too. But yeah, yeah. So <laughs> when I read yours, it resonated with me too because like that's our, Rachel and I are like this kind of a similar situation where she went to school at SDSU and I was in. Dakota State in Madison and so like like you said the first time like being in the same town was when you were married and so yeah I was I felt the same exact thing of like I don't know how to behave or what what's protocol here of like <laughs> do a, it was like I mean it sounds off of it like no, almost funny. like living with your mom of like can I go and hang out with my right. friends like, yeah, it's so like weird. you feel like you have to ask permission yeah I remember and like, I think you do. I mean I still feel that way <laughs> right. 10 I years of marriage and I still feel everyone like is it okay if I go hang out with and so I think and so. it's I think it's both ways yeah like yeah I mean maybe to knock down the whole living with your mom thing is it's, it's just a communication yeah. thing at the end of the day and it's something that Sometimes Jen and I are just absolutely balling, like we're doing so good, and then there's months at a time where we absolutely suck, and it's so hard. So, um, yeah, just recognizing that every day is a new one and choosing to love one another and going about our day uh, with the other person in mind obviously is important. So, Mm. Yeah. Did you guys get any feedback from other people who read your story? Did it spark conversation with yeah. any like other right. couple, like newlywed couples? You know, come to think of it, I would assume I don't. I don't have like a monumental like a married couple wanting to get breakfast with us or something like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. um, I mean, all the feedback that we did here was positive. Uh, a lot of it was more just small conversation or comments via like the Instagram story, like when mm-hmm. we'd share it and things like that, and. Obviously, both of our families ate it up <laughs> just because of they just like to see the glimpse of our lives, I guess, in a more personal way. But mm-hmm. um, honestly, no, didn't have that. It would have been cool. And I mean, it still could happen because yeah. it's not like the story got deleted or exactly. anything. No. So I deleted it. <laughs> so maybe I would love that. Um, I think, I mean, obviously, Jen and I are no experts, but uh, I don't know. I think we go about some things in marriage the right way. Uh, not all things, but I think we have wisdom to share. Yeah. Even at our ripe young age of 27 and 25. <laughs> so. And how long have you been married again? It'll be three years in October. So yeah. All right. Nice. It's crazy. Three years already. Yeah. I know. Jaina, you also yeah. shared. I liked yours a lot. 
with the finding home story like yeah yeah a little bit of the process for me um so jordan originally asked me and i was like oh this sounds really interesting and i was just kind of drawn to the idea of it i didn't like i wasn't like hesitant but i also wasn't like oh my gosh this is the best thing that's ever happened in the world like oh that's kind of me as a a person anyway now that i say it it's like oh yeah this sounds sweet i'll do it um and so um yeah i kind of hadn't really done a ton of planning um initially right after we talked about it because we had some time and then one night i had a dream that i was writing my story and like of me like sitting at a table writing and the only thing I had on the paper was the title and it was finding home and so I woke up and I was like okay that must be what I'm supposed to write about and so then it took me like several weeks to really nail down what that actually meant um because I mean there was so much that I had thought about and Jordan and I had talked about a couple different um things that have happened in my life that I could have written about um but then felt really compelled to write about that obviously through that dream don't know if that was a voice from God I choose to believe it was um but yeah, and so my story, if you haven't read it, it's still on the website. I didn't read it, yours. just like any of them. Just Otis's. <laughs> but yeah, so I, <laughs> just Otis's. Jenna's part's still there, but it's just Otis's, it's gone. Actually, I do have the ability to do that. That's why I, it's hilarious. When, if, you, if you do read through it, there are different fonts. For, yeah, that's why you asked. Yeah. So that's I why went, you asked. Yeah. That's why you asked to do different fonts. Yeah, so then I could later, if I didn't like Otis's mm. content, I could go and delete yeah, it. Just take it off. Yeah. Well, go ahead. Continue on, Jaina. <laughs> That's good. I love it. Um, Yeah, so I talked a little bit of my story of finding home was moving 14 hours away from where I'd grown up and where I'd always lived, um, away from family, away from friends, coming to a place that I literally literally had only been to once before. And that was only to come and visit and candidate for the job I now have. Um, And so kind of my process of what that was like, I was right out of college. So I had a lot of expectations of what community looked like, of what I thought this season was going to be like, I was excited to be in a college town because I just graduated from college. I thought, okay, this is going to be great. Um, there's lots of people my age. That was one of the things I was really looking for when I graduated um, anyway. Um, and then just kind of had my expectations kind of blown out of the water and things were not what I expected and went through kind of a process of becoming okay with what young adult life actually looks like. Oh, it's um, so and hard. settling into it. It is so hard. And, yeah. but What's been cool is that from that, I've had a lot of conversations with young adults where they're like, this is a hard season of life and I don't know how to navigate Mm -hmm. this. And particularly being in a college town, the number of people who graduate and stay in Brookings or have graduated but are now coming to Brookings to work at one of the um, DAC or 3M or whatever, I don't know what those places are called. Um, Big corporations. There we go. That's the word. I was trying. I was like, factories, that's not right. But one of those places. We knew what you meant. Of, yeah, yeah, just young adults um, here kind of just trying to figure out what community looks like. Um, and so even people that I graduated from school with from Indiana, even reaching out and saying, hey, like, I've been experiencing this too. And it was just really nice to know I'm not alone. Um, mm. And so that was really encouraging for me because part of my story was that I felt very alone. Um, and so even though I feel like I had kind of wrestle with that and come to a better place when I wrote the story even on the other side it was like oh I'm not alone now even in it so that was super cool for me so did you have like you said those people that had also recently graduated they were reaching out to you like right after you moved to Brookings not necessarily after your story 
So there were some people after my story, actually, probably the well. most. I had a couple of friends that I chatted with, you know, in the first year and a half that I was out here where it was like, this is hard. And yeah. a lot of them were still struggling to find jobs, too. So there was an extra layer of, like, I'm living Stress. in my mom's basement. Right. And I don't yeah. know what I'm doing. So, yeah. But I think a lot of the conversations came after the story, for sure. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Cool. What was the... Um, just like your story in general, what was like, how long did it take you? Like, what did that process look like of when you moved out here? Like, what kind of things did you do to like try to make it feel like home? Mm, yeah. Um, or how long even before you even yeah. felt comfortable? I think pretty, I felt really, really good in my job and in my calling to my job. Like, I felt super confident I'm supposed to be in Brookings. This is a job I'm supposed to be doing. I knew that without a doubt. I had never doubted that, okay, maybe I'm not supposed to be here. Um, so I felt super confident in that, but it was the getting connected with people and feeling like I belonged. And I'm slow to open up to people anyway. I'm a little more introverted, a little bit more guarded with myself. And so it was this extra step of learning how to, okay, how do I be vulnerable, invite people in, um, in a way that fit. And it's interesting too, because I mean, Jordan, you and Jenner were one of the first people I met um, through another mutual friend, several mutual friends really but um and not to this is weird but um weird to talk about it with you in the room because you're (laughs) kind of part of it you didn't even know it but um there was a pretty established friend group too of people my age that was like inviting me to do stuff and i really appreciated that but there was also this level of like you guys had years of friendship developed and it was like i don't know how to fit into this and so i think when i stripped some of my expectations off of like i'm going to be in this friend group you know that it was like i can be friends with these people and it's okay and it's good yeah so Mm -hmm. i think some of my struggle was even in my own expectations and what was happening inside my own head yeah so. quick disclaimer my real name is jordan so jana just called me jordan oh, I did. but so it's cute. totally okay i just want That's people to know bag. i just want people to know who she's talking <laughs> yeah. to oh, good so jordan just said he was married to rachel <laughs> exactly to that's exactly what i'm saying so uh, no but for sure and i mean and my name's jana which is very close to Jenna. exactly so no i know it's confusing. all yeah it is but i totally get what you mean um it's really tough i mean i think even Jenna, so my wife experienced that um, because, again, she didn't live here, yeah. and um, she was really good friends with somebody within the group, and so she kind of got like a grandfathered in. Oh, we like her because mm. we like hope. Basically, is how it was. Um, but now I think it, it's it's a struggle for anybody. Like I can't. I mean, I'm thankful that I stayed here for the mm-hmm. sense of having a community established even though it is it is still tough to be a young adult because like the only the only difference for me is i don't have to go somewhere and make new friends but all of my friends basically leave and so like or like all the people that i get close with like Mm -hmm. i always say for a lot of people brookings is a stop not a stay and for me it was kind of a stay and it might still be i I mean i hope so and so that's what's really tough for me like i get close to people and then they bounce and it's like uh it's it's happened a lot to jenna and i especially mm-hmm. in the last two three years so i totally get it yeah yeah i would say i was gonna piggyback off of that that even even though it wasn't a different situation like rachel and i feel that i feel like every every year every a couple of years just because a lot of our friends same thing even though it's more college oriented when we got out of college, a lot of our friends were church staff 
like even when I wasn't on staff, like a lot of our friends were staff and just the common thing with ministry is, you know, eventually there's turnover, like Mm -hmm. there's moving on to new things. And so even in that, like trying to find community here at people constantly moving every two, three, four years, it was like watching your best friends leave every couple of years. It's like, all right, now I got to start over again. Like, who are my people? Are you my my best friend? Yeah. (laughs) Or you'd stay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. I've had to do that a couple of times. So yeah, that start when, when you shared yours, that resonated with me too, of like what makes a place home. So, yeah. Yeah. So that was season one wrap up, I guess, or recap. Like there was a few other stories that were really good on the, on the website that, um, if you're interested in reading any of those uh, previous stories from season one, those are still up out on our website, um, thesehallelujahs.org. So um, you can always go back and read those. Um, the other last thing we kind of wanted to do with this first episode was, wow, I said that kind of weird, I'm sorry. <laughs> episode um, is to tease season two a little bit. So we're hoping to release the first story in October. I'm putting that pressure on myself now because it's, 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 it's out there. there. It's, it's out there. there. So now now it has to happen. Has to I mean, happen. I could always delete this before we <laughs> post it, but um, or I could dub it later when you guys aren't here. Um, but so I'll uh, tease a little bit and share a little bit of like what's coming. Um, so Jaina and I were talking over the list of people like a week ago, I think, like just those who have confirmed and um, to try to plan out each month um, and who's gonna be sharing. And then I kind of just like something changed this weekend. I'm not sure what it was, um, but I kind of just had like a a Holy Spirit was tugging on me or something. Um, And just was like, you haven't shared your story or you haven't shared any like thing about yourself. Mm. And it's my, it's always been my thing to be behind the scenes. Um, so that was just not a natural um, thing that I would want to do is to put myself out there. So um, after this weekend, I texted Jane and I'm like, hey, I think I probably should share my story <laughs> in season two. Um, I didn't want to put myself out there in season one because I didn't want to make it about myself, obviously. But then I was like, ah, if this is going to keep going, I kind of feel like I need to share my story and so people can at least know the heart behind, you know, one of the people leading this ministry project. And so the last person, you mean what? The last person. The last person. Because we've both shared. I yes, the last one, but yes, that (laughs) touche. Um so yeah, which is what I text her. I was like, well you and Otis have both shared your story and or at least you know, a snippet of like something you've struggled with and I haven't shared anything so I kind of feel like now if we're all three doing this thing that I probably need to have some skin in the game a little bit per se (laughs) um so yeah so I decided that the person who was going to originally kick off this year um pushing it back and I'm going to kick off the season with my story um which I was not prepared for but Mm -hmm. um so as we're as we speak i'm working on my story which now being on this side of it i'm like oh that was 
like it's what I was asking you guys to do. I was like, oh, this is not really that easy of a thing. Like you, <laughs> from my perspective before, when I was like only yeah. putting them on the website, I'm like, oh yeah, just just write it. Like yeah, it's not exactly. that hard. Just write it. Now you understand. Whatever. The, just now write you understand. It. The just pressure, write a thing. You understand the pressure. I'm doing of a the hard work. Yeah, you understand yeah. the pressure of a deadline. Yeah. So now I know the deadline, and I'm like, oh man, you got five weeks. Man. Yeah, I gotta write this thing. <laughs> So, um, and then now I have to do a podcast. Uh, so yeah, I'll be, to tease the season kickoff, um, I'll be sharing my story. So please come and partake in that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really, really excited for season two, just the people who have committed so far. Um, some of my favorite people have decided to participate in the season. I'm not going to give away any names for those who are listening and know people that you'll just have to... <laughs> Trust me that there's some really good ones coming. Build the anticipation. Yeah. So. Cool. Sweet. <laughs> Looking forward to season two, baby. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, now a word from our sponsor. <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by Anchor, where you can upload a podcast <laughs> for free. <laughs> so, thanks for checking out episode one of These Hallelujahs. Uh, be on the lookout for more content on our social media, Instagram and Facebook, at These Hallelujahs. And remember, we are giving testimony to a God who comes down and meets us where we are. <laughs>